Welcome. Happy Thursday. It's a Thrive Thursday episode, and this is going to be short and sweet, but a really simple wellness strategy all about proper hydration. Hydration, hydration, hydration. This is a great time of year to be having this conversation. In today's episode, we're talking about water. It's one of those health routines that most are not paying enough attention to. There's a lot of reasons to know if you're dehydrated, ways to make sure you're drinking enough, how to educate our kids, especially at this time of the year when they're busy outside, it's warmer weather, they're in their activities, some ways to spruce up water if you're kind of bored by it, don't love it. I've got a few hacks in my healthy toolbox as someone who is very conscious and aware of this, but how I've helped my clients in the past make sure they're drinking enough so that they have beautiful energy, glowing skin, they don't feel the effects of dehydration. Let's get to it. Welcome to the Thrive With Me podcast, a place for you to realign, reset, and pour into your growth and expansion. Are you ready to become a more present and happy mama and wife as you chase those dreams on your heart? Are you tired of feeling that overwhelm and burnout as you take care of your family, the home, and all the schedules? Does your health seem to go to the bottom of your priority list? Could you use an amazing community to challenge you and cheer you on as you build your legacy and impact? Well, my friend, you are in the right place. I'm your host, Natasha Bell, and this podcast is for the modern, ambitious woman ready to rise in health, community, and faith in her calling while having a lot of fun. I'm a small town girl, wife, mom of three, and multi-passionate entrepreneur that's on a mission to help you thrive in health, the community you surround yourself with, and to cheer you on as you step forward in confidence and align with your unique calling. All right, friend, let's get ready to thrive together. Okay, today we are talking hydration. I cannot emphasize how important this is. As someone who's worked with hundreds of women, one-on-one, in-group coach settings, This quite literally is the one thing that so many women are not doing enough of and we are functioning not optimized. You know, there's just a reason why we're not maybe feeling our best. And yes, there's this ripple effect to all the decisions we make in a day. But if I had to bring your attention today and in the coming days and weeks, if you could prioritize one thing, I would love and think it's very important for you to, especially at this season where I live, things are getting warmer, it's hot, we're spending more time in the sun, making sure that you are drinking enough water. And there's a few, you know, just things I've learned along the way. I've got a couple of resources to share with you. I have a few hacks that you can use if you're someone who's finding that you are not drinking enough, you know right away you're not. But sometimes we have this disconnect between what our actions actually are and what our intentions are. We have the best of intentions most of the time. But I would challenge you to even just do an inventory. So something that I've done with my clients when we begin our kind of coaching journey with each other is I really love them to take a very honest, (laughs) non-judgy approach when we begin 
And that is really tracking what they are consuming and tracking how much they are drinking every day. So what I get them to do is to keep a food mood log. And basically what that is, is for say three to five days ideally, just so we can kind of take an average, I get you to track how much you are eating when you're eating, kind of what you're eating. And I like them to do that with the beverages that they're consuming as well. And usually, I'm, I'm honestly going to say about 90% of the time, I can see right away within the first couple of days that they're just not drinking enough water. And there's a lot of reasons why proper hydration is really, really important. I feel like you know what this is, but I'm just going to remind you of a few of the reasons why it's really, really such an important thing to stay up on and stay aware of what it is. And then this kind of trickles into how we lead as mothers and we lead our children. These are the conversations I have quite honestly been having with my kids since they could probably understand my words because I want them to have ownership about how they look after their bodies and pay attention to how they're feeling. So hydration is so, so important. So here's a few reasons why, just for our overall well-being, that it's important. So when you're sitting there and you're telling me like, oh, I just don't like water or oh, I forgot. <laughs> You're going to stop that right now. Okay. It would be amazing if you could do a bit of an inventory, just to be honest with yourself about where you're starting, but you may be experiencing some of the dehydration symptoms. It could be things like fatigue, loss of brain clarity. Um, your skin may look a little dull. It really will dampen how your digestive system functions. Water is so crucial for so many systems in the body. And it's honestly one of the things as well too when it comes to energy. If you're lacking energy, this is a really great way to uh, boost how your body is feeling and you most likely will see an increase in your sustained energy levels. And this is even more important as your activity level increases. And this is why I really love making sure that my kids understand why it's important, how to listen to the cues that your body is giving you. And so even enhancing physical performance, obviously it's really important for muscle, you know, how the joints are working, how your body actually is regulating even temperature and how it's going to restore afterwards. Um, even our, you know, how our cognition works. So as, you know, a mom and somebody who is running, you know, her own businesses, it's so important for myself. And I want you to, you know, insert your name here. It's so important to be able to boost how your brain is functioning. And you can't expect yourself to be functioning at optimal levels if you're not drinking enough water. I mentioned that it supports digestion. So it plays a really, really important role in how digestion works in your body, how you're actually absorbing nutrients, you know, the body's ability to actually break down food and how it's working to eliminate properly. We all love having glowing, clear skin. Am I right? Am I right? I know that I'm right. And it, slays me quite literally sometimes when I see, you know, even the beauty industry and the lengths that people will go to do topical things, you know, all the creams and all the lotions. And I am somebody who loves a beautiful beauty routine, but people are often overlooking just the simple strategies we can do every single day. And hydration is one of them. 
So if you want that glowing, radiant, plump looking skin, having enough water is a really, really important aspect of that. It also helps to flush toxins out of the body and make sure elimination is working properly. Of course, there's other things that go into glowing skin, but it's really, really important from that perspective if you are somebody that really wants to you know, show health from the inside out. So those are just a couple of areas, but it is a different conversation as well too when we bring our kids into it because I really feel that it's up to us to walk the walk and demonstrate demonstrate what this looks like but bring them into the conversation it's not you know pointing a finger and telling them that they need to do it it's just great for them to have a sole understanding of why it's so important so there are some very simple strategies to make sure that you and your kids are drinking enough or you're at least having that kind of check-in with them as well too I'm sure they're, you know, maybe playing soccer or baseball. So again, this is stuff that we just do day to day now. It's very routine in our family, but I would just encourage you to check in and see where you and your household are at. So first of all, we always travel with water, <laughs> multiple water bottles. And sometimes the demise is not being able to find them, missing the lids, all those things. We have like probably way too many, but we always travel with water bottles. So since they were a young age, obviously we talk about it. I try to give them an indicator of how much they should be having every day, just based on the size of their water bottle. But a good little guideline, these are two ways that I have always kind of regulated whether and known whether I'm having enough um, and for my kids to pay attention to as well too, is generally half your body weight in ounces. Half your body weight in ounces. So if you are 160 pounds, you would have 80 ounces. Most water bottles might be around 20 to 30. I mean, totally depending on what you have. So you do the quick math on that of how much you would need and, and do the same for your kids. But a little trick that I've, I've mentioned to my kids, and I will say I've seen a few people maybe re give a rebuttal to what this might be. But something I've always said to my kids is just to pay attention to their urine. And I just tell them if it's bright yellow, that means you're not drinking enough. And if it's a clear light yellow, then I feel like you're in the good range. So again, I've heard a few people in the health space say, you know, this is not accurate. You don't want it to be too clear. But I think if we can just use some common sense, it's a great indicator. And I think it's a very simple way for our kids to understand and just kind of guide themselves throughout the day if they're having enough. So if I saw that my kids hadn't had enough that day, then it would just be the cue for them to go and get a glass of water. Now, if you're somebody, again, you're sitting there being like, oh, I don't have enough, you know, time. I don't, I don't like water. There's a few things that I do just to make sure that I'm having enough. So always kind of having a cup or a water bottle with me throughout the day is key, but I take a glass of water with me to bed. Every single night, I set it on my nightstand, I usually have a cup before I go to bed, and then I have a full cup sitting there, and that is one of the first things that I do in the morning. One of the reasons that I love this is our body actually is in more of a state of dehydration overnight just from all the processes that are happening. So I just feel better, I know that I feel better when I have a large cup of water first thing in the morning. And then usually my routine is going in and scraping my tongue, washing my face, and then going out into the kitchen, I usually boil our kettle first thing, and I usually love to have another cup of water. So my husband is a huge lover of lemon water in the morning. I probably have it a few times a week. I kind of go back and forth between it. 
but that's another beautiful way to support cleansing and digestion and clear skin. So if you're somebody who's struggling to have water, even just having a cup there first thing in the morning, one before you would ever have a coffee or even your breakfast, and then even a lemon water. It's a really beautiful way to just add beautiful cleansing, hydration, energizing to start your day. So outside of just carrying it with you every single day, I mean, there's some very funny and hysterical water bottles that you can have that kind of cheer you on throughout the day. I'm sure you've seen them. You know, maybe it's just having a really beautiful water bottle. Like maybe you just, you know, having it where you can see it, whether it's when you're driving. I spend a lot of time in my vehicle now being a shuttle or Uber, Uber driver for my kids. Um, but also just like in your workplace, whatever your workday looks like. And if you're somebody who really struggles, like you're honestly like, I cannot remember to drink water. One of the easiest, simplest ways to trigger a new healthy habit that I find is to set an alarm in your phone. I know it seems so simple, but if you're somebody who's not drinking enough water, I would say go into your phone and maybe set four alarms, maybe mid-morning, just before lunch, um, after lunch, kind of mid-afternoon, and maybe in the evening. And, and what you're going to do, you're going to set a not notification with it. But what it's going to do is remind you to stop, drop, and go get a glass of water. So I do this when I'm ha you know, stacking new healthy habits, and I've you know, suggested this to my clients in the past and they have great success with it. So sometimes our routines just don't support the new habits that we're trying to build in. So you just have to work a little harder in the beginning and work smarter, not harder. It's easy to set these alarms that will just remind you. And there's a lot of beautiful, you know, healthy habits that you can kind of stack together throughout your day just to make sure you are generating energy, you're supporting your body and that you're feeling your best. Now, I hear this a lot too. People telling me that they hate water and I, I don't relate to that. <laughs> I don't understand that, but that's okay. I'm not judging you. If you don't like water, here's a few things I would suggest. First of all, setting the alarms would be really important to make sure that you're going to be doing it. But there are some ways that you can actually spruce up your water to add a little natural hit of flavor that might encourage your taste buds just a little bit more. So, adding things like, I had mentioned lemon water, even throughout the day, just putting a little slice of lemon in. I mean, you could even use seasonal fruits, you could use herbs, you could do like rosemary and cucumber, for example. Um, there's a lot of ways you could really spruce it up. As I'm recording this podcast, I'm actually sitting here with a cup of water and I actually have chlorophyll drops in it. And so that's really simple. It's a really great um, supportive cleanser, detoxifier in the body, really great for cellular well-being. So throughout the day, usually in the morning or mid-afternoon, I will put a few drops, um, pay attention to whatever, if you get some chlorophyll drops of what they're suggesting for the dosage, um, but I will drop that in. I will also um, add in some minerals from time to time. I will admit that this doesn't taste amazing, but if you are somebody where this is a, again, a conversation for another day, but we are often very depleted in the minerals in our body. And there's a lot of reasons for that. Just where our food is coming from, the soil it's being grown in. So we're often pretty low in minerals. So a very, two simple ways that you could kind of do this just to restore 
proper balance even in the cells. So if you're somebody who's drinking a lot of water but you still feel dehydrated, this might be something that's really effective for you is to just kind of balance out some of those minerals. So you can actually get mineral drops, I mean, online. I'll try to link them in actually here for you. I'll, I'll put the two brands that I have used and it doesn't taste great, <laughs> but I will have like a small cup of water with the minerals, usually mid-afternoon. Or if you don't have the minerals and you have a high quality Himalayan sea salt, you can even just do a little sprinkle every single day. And so again, use your best judgment. This was something that was recommended to me years ago um, from a naturopath I was working with. And I feel like it's really effective. Again, it's just kind of a simple way to boost your water, maybe um, give it a little bit of flavor. Maybe that's not your preferred flavor, but it's also going to really support the body and how it's using the hydration. Um, so I'll put those below just so you can have an idea of some of the ones that I am using. But sea salt's a good little tip too. Again, maybe if your kids are having like cramping or you feel like they're drinking a lot of water, but maybe not holding on to it a lot. Um, I would just suggest that that's maybe a really simple, easy, effective way just to make sure that the body is using what it needs. And outside of that, um, you know, electrolytes are really great at this time of the year too. My kids are having it usually in their water as we're heading out to soccer and baseball. There are a number of beautiful brands that are really clean. And that's really important to me that it doesn't have like food dyes and extra sugar in it. So we play around with a few different options. I mean, we usually always have some bio steel in the house. I've even tried Organica. Um, I know there's a few other ones that I even, some of the people I follow on social media that are talking about. Um, and I just tried a new one from, through the mental wellness company, through Amare. Uh, and I really loved it. It was lime and coconut flavor. So um, there's lots of really great ones. You can kind of catch it from wherever you're shopping or wherever you're looking online. But electrolytes is another great way to make water taste good. Um, and at this time of the year, as our kids are more active or we are, so if I'm even in the garden and I'm sweating it out or we're outside doing some work, I like to replenish with some electrolytes as well too. All right, okay. The last part of this conversation that I also think is very much worth mentioning is really knowing what water you're drinking. And maybe I should have reversed this and put this at the beginning of the podcast, but I do think this is something worth considering. So depending on where you live, it will determine the quality of your water. If you're somebody who's in town and your water is treated, every city is different. I live in the country, we actually have a well. So, you know, we have to check our water and make sure that it's fine. And it can be high in certain um, things, you know, like iron or whatever. Uh, but we just kind of have to stay on top of that. So I just would love to bring your attention to the quality of water. And I mean, this is a whole rabbit hole that you can go down and this is not meant to be fear-based in any way, but knowledge is power. I am not a huge fan of bottled water and you know, there have been a number of things exposed over the years that sometimes it's simply rebottling tap water from big cities. Ideally, we're having fresh, natural spring water, you know, wouldn't that be ideal? But that's not necessarily the case. So there was actually something that I watched. So I'm, I want to start here and then I want to give you a couple of suggestions. So I actually thought this was really fascinating and we don't watch a lot of TV in our home, but I loved this Netflix docu-series or documentary or whatever it was. Uh, but Zac Efron, have you seen this? There's actually so many beautiful episodes in there. And so I think it's called Down to Earth. It's on Netflix. 
I literally haven't watched it for a long time, time, so I don't even know if there's any new seasons, but I believe it was in season one, and I think it was like the episode titled France, I'm pretty sure. Um, and basically they dive into, so Zac Efron and Darren Olean dive into the topic of water and they travel around and they're just talking a lot about it. So I thought that was very fascinating. I already had a bit of an understanding just from being in the health space and being very aware of this, but I actually learned a lot of things from there as well too. But I, what I would say to you is if you're somebody that is living in town, you might want to investigate a little deeper and consider some filtration just because of how the water is treated and again that can be a whole rabbit hole that you go down but i do think it's worth going down in the sense and there are some simple ways over the years that i have suggested for people to really healthify the water that they have there are a lot of very affordable and simple solutions that you can bring into your home so there's some undermount or under the counter filtration systems and this is kind of a topic that I think there's always lots of opinions, but ideally you want to make it as clean as possible. And from my own research and experience and listening to a lot of people um, educate on this, I do feel like if you could do reverse osmosis, that's one option. Um, you know, carbon block is another option. There's even all the, you know, the Berkeys and different things that really ultimately are pulling a lot out of the water. And for many years, I heard people say, well, it's pulling out the minerals and it's doing this. But I guess it's in my mind, at least this is my opinion, take it for what it is. But I do feel like it's the lesser of the two evils. So if you're somebody living in downtown Toronto, which we lived in Toronto before, I could not stand the water. <laughs> and having a filtration system like reverse osmosis, it makes it feel very pure. But you really, again, could do a Berkey. There's a number of different... Um, options that you can find and they're pulling it out but I like the ability I can always add minerals back into my water but I just want to make sure that it's not filled with stuff that I don't want so water is just one of those conversations sometimes it's not even how much you're having but I would love for you to investigate even a little bit more depending on where you live and depending what you're able to do it doesn't have to cost a lot of money. There are varying degrees of what you could build into where you currently live. If you're somebody who's renting, you can often like take these systems with you if you move. So I just think it's really worth investigating a little bit deeper. It's one thing to be drinking enough water, but it's also a huge deal to know that what you're drinking is really high quality. So just to recap on this conversation all about water who knew we could sit here and chat for about 22 minutes all about water right um a few things i really want you to think about let's do a little bit of an inventory about how much you're you're already having like just the next few days kind of track what you're doing also a little thing if you are enjoying beverages like coffee or caffeinated teas um, soda alcohol it's actually also dehydrating you so for example for every cup of coffee you you are drinking you technically need about two cups of water to replenish and even get back to kind of ground zero. So also building that into your awareness and your inventory that you're going to be grabbing. Next, I would highly encourage you to bring your kids into this conversation. We talked about some really simple ways to just 
check out if you're actually on track. So if your urine is too yellow or if it's too light, you know, that's just a great indicator for them to do. You are going to take the opportunity to have water with you all of the time. And if you're somebody who can't drink it or find yourself still not being able to build it into your day, you're going to set an alarm with a notification a few times throughout the day. And then if you're getting bored, just spruce it up, you know, make a little delicious beverage. You could grab a couple of the products I had mentioned, which is really just going to support the body in other ways. And then I would really encourage you to, if you have Netflix, to watch Down to Earth and watch that episode. It's just kind of a fun and will fun conversation that will build on what we've just chatted about today. So I hope that this helps and brings some awareness and just reminds you of why it's so important to properly hydrate always, especially at this time of the year. Our bodies require hydration to function optimally to make sure you're not experiencing things like headaches or or fatigue or just overall lack of energy and poor digestion. So do your best, pay attention to where you're at, see how you can focus on that throughout the rest of the week and let me know how you make out. I would love to see if anything landed for you or you have any other tips or tricks to help other people out. I would love to share that out. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day and we'll catch you back here on Monday. Thanks for listening, friend. If this podcast inspired you or helped you in some way today, I would love for you to take a screenshot of this episode, share the love with a friend or fellow entrepreneur and tag me on Instagram, natashabell.co. I'd love to know what landed for you, what you're taking action on or what you want more of. My hope is that you can grab a hold of what landed for you from today's episode and release the rest. And hey, would you mind taking 30 seconds to leave a quick review on Apple Podcasts? Have a beautiful day, my friend, and I cannot wait to chat with you again soon as we create a community centered on well-being, raising each other up, and stepping forward in confidence in our purpose.